Good morning, good morning, it girls. Good afternoon, good evening, whenever you are listening to this. I hope you are having an amazing day. And if your day is just starting or ending, I hope it was amazing, sis. Today is just like, I'm cringing. <laughs> Let me readjust myself in my chair. Y'all know I get like excited, but I have anxiety at the same time because this episode is very deep, honey. But so with that, I am going to say viewer discretion is like advice. Well, is it viewer listening? Discretion is advice. We're going to be talking about some heavy topics. We're going to be talking about trauma. Of course, I'm going to be sharing y'all my business because I'm the it girl. We're it girls. I feel like we're a family. And also talking about some things that you can do to help. I do want to put a disclaimer at the beginning, not really a disclaimer, but some resources at the beginning of this podcast. You will find these resources linked in the description box. Please share this with a friend. One is blackgirlstherapy.com. Look, my voice is shaking. That's how you can tell how nervous I am. Okay, I'm sorry. I just have to calm down. Blackgirlstherapy.com, as well as badbitcheshavebaddays2.com. Yes, that is a website made by Megan V. Stallion. Those websites have wonderful resources for therapy. There are different types of therapy that you can explore and getting our mental health all the way together. Blackgirlstherapy.com has literally saved my life. That's where I found my therapist at, and I'm so thankful for her. Like, Uh, I'm so thankful for that platform. I'm so thankful for her as an individual. And I just want to throw that out there for anyone who needs help. Actually, we all need help. You can always better yourself. Don't wait until something happens traumatically in your life. Traumatically? Is that a word, sis? Don't wait until something happens traumatic in your life to seek therapy. Therapy is a wonderful outlet for everyone. Let's get right into it. Um, stay with me. You don't have to be a Housewives fan, but I'm uh, using a couple people's story as long with my story to talk about um, what we're going to talk about today. So the term we are talking about today, let me get the correct medical term, okay? Because <laughs> it's not the title, but it's dissociative amnesia. Dissociative amnesia. And I'm going to read the definition Dissociative amnesia is a condition in which a person cannot remember important information about their life. This forgetting may be limited to a certain specific areas or may include a person's life history and or identity. In some rare rare cases called disassociative fugue, the person may forgot most of all of their personal information and may even sometimes travel to a different location and adopt a completely new identity. Disassociative amnesia is one of the group of conditions called disassociative disorder. Disassociative disorders are mental illness in which there is a breakdown of mental function that people normally operate smoothly, such as memory, consciousness, or awareness. Y'all, that was hard. Like, it's like a tongue twister. How common is it? It affects about 1% of men and 2.6% of women in the general population. This is not a huge percentage when you think about it, um, but I am a a survivor. Like, do I call myself a survivor? (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I guess I can say I'm a survivor of going through this. And first things first, we're going to talk about Housewives of Salt Lake City. If you don't watch the show, it's okay. I'm just going to quickly talk about one of the girls on the show her storyline this season her name is heather 
she is talking about how she forgot a lot of the abuse that she went through as a child. So as the show is rolling, she is remembering through therapy, through talking to her brothers and sisters, what all actually happened to her as a child. And you see her break down on TV. She's a very strong woman for even talking about this because even right now, like it's it's hard to talk about this, even though it only affects 2.6% of women in the population. This is not something that if you have been through this, you're the only one who has gone through it. Um, another thing I do like to add, RIP to take off from the rap group Migos, but what it was said that when everything happened, when Takeoff got shot in the head and in the chest, um, take, uh, Quavo was right next to him. Quavo passed out from the trauma, from seeing that. His body literally just passed out from seeing that. So our body's response to trauma can differ depending on your age, race, whatever, your response. Our bodies are different, right? So sometimes keep in mind that just because someone has experienced something from their trauma, that does not mean that they are lying. That does not mean that you are weird. You are not the only one. So my story of disassociative amnesia or forgetting my memories happened when I was a junior in high school. I was actually coming into my senior year. I talked about this briefly on one of my episodes. I ended up getting sexually assaulted by my best guy friend at the time. And I know, crazy, right? I do want to point out that most women have been sexually assaulted by someone they know. It's not always the person that's lurking in the bushes that we need to be careful of. Um, so that happened to me. And it was by my best friend. And I totally forgot it. It was so traumatic that I totally forgot it. I forgot that it even happened. My body, my mind just blocked it out totally. Um, I remember everything that happened that night except for that. And it is weird that that even happened. So that's why I wanted to talk about um, disassociative amnesia. Amnesia. <laughs> I'm going to butcher this word like <laughs> the whole podcast episode. I'm trying. Um, so there are three types or patterns of it. Number one is localized, and that is memory loss affects specific areas, knowledge, or parts of a person's life, such as a certain time period during childhood or anything about a friend or coworker. Often the memory loss focuses on a specific trauma. So that is basically what I went through. It focused on a specific trauma that was me getting raped in high school and uncovering these things, which we're going to talk about later on in this episode and what you see on Housewives of Salt Lake City is something that when I uncovered it, I didn't remember it. I say remember very loosely because still to this day, I don't really remember. I know it happened now, but I don't really remember actually going through that. Um, but when it happened and I kind of remembered, right, and was told through therapy and everything else, friends and everything else, once I retrieved those memories, and sometimes when you retrieve these memories, you're going to see this on TV if you watch Housewives. Heather, she retrieves the memories that what her abuse actually was as a child. And she breaks down because not only did I have to deal with 
some of the things then. I didn't really have the whole story because, like I said, I forgot it. But I would hear rumors around the school about something that I did. And I was just, like, kind of confused as to, like, where did this come from, right? So I'm living that then. I also remember, like, being severely, like, beat up, hurt physically. But I, I knew something was off, but I didn't really know because I forgot it. So once I recovered those memories about 10 months after my assault, I had to relive everything again. This is the same thing that Heather talks about on House Size of Atlanta. Imagine forgetting something so traumatic, and once you recover those memories, it's as if it just happened yesterday. I do want to point out when we're talking about these things, forgetting certain things that are very traumatic, one of the best ways, which is why I put the disclaimer at the beginning of the video to uncovering these certain things, especially in our childhood, is through therapy. Through therapy, I was able to work through, deal with my emotions, and find healthier outlets on how to move forward in my relationships. Now, of course, through this trauma is lumped into a lot of things that we have talked about in this podcast, and we'll talk about moving forward, because getting raped affected everything in my life. It affected my grades. It affected how I interacted with others, no matter if they were friends, acquaintances, or my romantic partner that I was with at the time. It affected how I interacted with my parents who did not know at the time. I didn't listen to them. I was very short fused with them. I was very disrespectful to them at the time. It also disrupted how I interacted with God because I was so upset with God at the time. I was beefing with God for like a good two years, not gonna lie. And so, because of that, this whole theme of why we're starting off with this episode is going to go deeper into different areas of your life that trauma can and will affect. And if you don't get a hold on that through therapy, it will start to spill over and just consume all of the relationships and everything. And it can also, if you're a mother or a parent, spill over to your children. And that's not fair, right? That's not fair. So we want to try to contain everything, talk about it, work through it, and become the best godly, feminine, soft versions of ourselves, right? So how is it diagnosed? Now I see on here, it talks about how you can go through blood test imaging to make sure the press, like, patient doesn't have any physical illness, but really mine was diagnosed through therapy. Also, if you're listening to this and you're a college student, I do want to point out that please go to your college or university, go to the mental health center and talk about getting a therapist there. I know at Georgia State, I had 12 free sessions of therapy. Therapy can get very expensive, especially if you're in college. And some college people do not know that your tuition actually pays and go towards that. So please check that out. That helped me a lot there because like I said, this happened my... So my summer of my junior year going into my senior year so after I graduated and went to college I was still working through all of this so there, there are different types of treatments if you have gone through anything traumatic even if you did not forget it there's psycho psychotherapy there's cognitive behavior cognitive behavioral therapy there's um eye, eye movement desensitization and processing never heard of that one dialect behavior therapy family therapy and creative therapies like hypnotherapy and stuff like that there's also meditation clinical hypnosis 
and you can also get medication if you would like. They also have, it's not listed on here, faith-based therapy, which is something that I would definitely look into if you're interested. But like I said, if you're listening to this, you have many options of therapy that you that you can try out. And if one is not for you, then guess what? You can always go to another. <laughs> so treatment of therapy helps certain things. So like I said, when I retrieve these memories or when a subject retrieves these memories they are prone to feel as if the event just happened all over again so there is a point where you're going to have to safely deal and manage painful events in your life with trauma period no matter if you forgot it or not you also have to learn to develop new coping skills and life skills that is with anything and then get back to functioning as well as possible. Possible. A lot of times with trauma, it kind of prohibits us from functioning health, healthy sometimes. And so being, like I said, reeling it back some, containing it and getting back to being as functional as possible is very important and also improving your relationships. So I know I said a lot today and I just want to point out that if anyone is suffering from disassociative amnesia or just trauma related things period please seek help god gives you outlets like this like youtube and shows and music he gives you people to talk to um, to hint at things and i also want to say you are not the only one do not let your trauma define who you are one thing i know for certain is that in this world we all suffer that is just it's how it is. It's not fair. At some point in time, you have suffered back then. I know that that was not the first time of me suffering, has not been the first time of me suffering, will not be the first time of me suffering, right, or having pain in different ways. But learning healthy coping skills and new life skills and improving the relationships with others and yourself will help you get back on track. And whenever... I don't know, disruption, disaster, chaos, or any bad thing happens again, you can take what you learned and apply it then. Um, and I know that in the Bible, it says many things about casting your anxiety on the Lord and everything, but I didn't run to go straight to the Bible with this conversation because I remember when I was going through recovering my memories or even going through whatever happened to me in high school, I didn't want to really hear anything God-related. I didn't want to hear it. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. So I will let you go with telling you that God loves you and that he is always there. He can handle any type of tantrum. I beefed with God for two years and I am still alive and here to tell the tale. He's not going to strike you down with the lightning just because you're upset with him. He can handle your tantrums. So share this with a friend. Don't forget to rate the podcast if you enjoyed this episode. If you've learned something new, I am happy that you did. And if you currently are experiencing this or felt like you might have based off of certain things that has happened in your childhood, please seek help and visit the websites I said at the beginning of the podcast. And I will see you next time, it girls. Bye.